Welcome back to Studio Stories. I'm your host, Christy Brewington, and today we're joined by Dina from Kensington Mums. Today we are in High Street Kensington with Dina, who's the founder of Kensington Mums. Thank you so much for joining us, Dina. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, So let's start with Kensington Mums. When was this company founded? Um, So it was founded, I would say the idea started 12 years ago, but I actually implemented it eight years ago um, when I had my second child. Uh, I was always, I, I grew up here, I grew up in this area and it's my hood, as I would call it, mm-hmm. my home. But uh, when I first became a mom, I felt very lonely and isolated because I was the first one from my group of friends to have a baby and to take on this responsibility of being a mother, a wife, all at the same time. And um, I didn't have any family around me or any support. So um, I think I had this urge of connecting with other moms just because that's how my personality is. I like to meet other moms and all kinds of moms. Um, that would help me through my journey as much as I would help them through their journey because motherhood does become lonely at some point and it's important to keep your sanity outside you know your mommy role Um, so we started off just by well we started off by meeting people you know at play groups rhyme time story time but you only meet them for such a short time like Mm. maybe 20 30 minutes in your local library and then you go back home and life is busy and everyone has things to do um so i really wanted to connect with those moms so you know the two people that i met i told them you know i'm gonna start a hotmail and whenever i'm going to the park or to the baby cinema or baby massage i'm gonna send out an email and speak about my experience and if you want to join then you can join And that's how it started, just by two friends. Two friends told another two friends. Word of mouth. Exactly. We didn't have a website then, and uh, we didn't have an app. We we had nothing. It was just for me to meet other moms. And then one day we decided to to start the website, and then it is what it is today. Did you feel like there was the gap in the market then? At the time, yeah, eight years ago, nine years ago, definitely. I think now there's so many amazing other groups and apps that connect moms with you know, same age and to be able to organize play dates and play groups together. Um, so, yeah, I think it's amazing and it's thriving to support moms and to empower moms at the same time. So did it start in just Kensington and then now I'm guessing you've branched out further into other boroughs? So right now it's still in Kensington. Mm-hmm. We are hoping to connect with other moms on an international level. Um, that's uh, That's it. And how's it gone so far? Are you happy with what's what's happened so far with Kensington Mums? Yes, it's not something that I expected it to be what it is today, to be honest. Uh, when I first started, I was working in a nine to five job and I was doing it during my lunch break, um, hoping that my manager wouldn't know what I was up <laughs> to. Um, I'm self-taught in everything from the website because it wasn't my background. And so um, she knew eventually when she left, she told me, congratulations, I know exactly what you've been doing. <laughs> So it's nice. She's also a mom. She's a working mom. So she kind of understands the whole juggle and the balance that you're trying to achieve. That's nice that she's so supportive. Yes, it is. And she's a fan of of Kensington Yeah, now she is a fan. I call her my number one fan because she's always been supportive from the beginning. 
And what's your vision? Where do you hope to be in, say, 10 years' time with Kensington Mums? I think it comes from passion, just to connect with other mums, walking on the high street and seeing so many mums that I know, that I've met, they've, co they've come to the events, um, from the team as well. Our team is very international. Uh, I no longer run it on my own, thank God. <laughs> I have a team and I love them to bits and they are amazing. Like They're the backbone of everything that Kensington Mum has. The vision is still there and we're just growing um, locally and I would love to grow internationally at some point. What country would you love for Kensington Mums to go to first? So we already have a sister site in Lebanon called Mums in Beirut. It's been set up for the past three years which is very similar to the Kensington Mums community, but for the Lebanese mummy, yummy mummies. Um, there is quite a difference mm. between you know, Kensington and Lebanon. That's where I'm from. Uh, so, but still, the vision is exactly the same. The empowerment, the content, the events, it's exactly the same, same, uh, same way. So have you got a team that are actually based there? We have a very small team in Lebanon oh, who are local Lebanese mums as well. And are these um, people that you've known from when you used to live in Lebanon? And I never really lived in Lebanon, but it's people who I've met along the way and who actually are based there. Oh, nice. Because you moved over here when you were, how old was it, eight years old? I was very young, yeah. I was eight years. I went to school, university, and I worked and everything. Wow. And did you find it daunting when you moved over here at such a young age? Uh, no, because we were all together as a family, and for me, you know, even if I'm Lebanese, I grew up here. My yeah. my upbringing is here. My roots are Lebanese, but my upbringing is uh, is in London and is in Kensington. So I'm I feel at home. And you're big on well-being and self-care. Big time. <laughs> Has this always been a passion of yours ever since you were younger? Uh, no, I think it, be, it comes with experience. Having gone through, you know, exhaustion, sleepless nights, depression, the whole lot of, you know, the role of motherhood. Mm -hmm. uh, and I felt that if I didn't take care of myself, there was no way I could take care of my kids. So it's very important. And that's something that I passionately speak about the importance of self-care for mothers, that you need to take care of yourself in order for you to take care of others. Because we always put our kids' priority, you know, homework, school, activities, housework, uh, you know, the husband, the partner, family, and you, we kind of neglect ourselves. Mm. And that's not the right way to, to, to go about things. You know, you can take care of yourself in a tiny way, even if you know you don't have kids and you don't have a responsibility but taking care of yourself should be priority it's not selfish it's a necessity and can you give us any day-to-day -day tips of how you practice self-care so i give a lot of speeches on self-care and um but i i try to apply them to my daily life it's really hard finding the time mm. and finding the balance too it can be i mean it can vary from one woman to another it can be a walk in the park, for example. You know, you can take 10 minutes out of your day at your lunch break if you're working. As a, as a stay-at-home mom, you can take your baby out when the baby is napping. That's your time for you to have your coffee, to read your book. So it's just a, a way to find what is it that ticks your box for self-care. It can be just staying at home watching TV and closing your bedroom door going on a spa retreat so everyone would be different but i would say make the time put it in your calendar and block it out to say okay i have 10 minutes and that's just for me so it's a real personal preference exactly you know whatever applies to me might not apply to you might not apply to another person it depends on how we 
think of like what self-care is for us like for me self-care would be going to get my hair done yeah. and like going for a massage because that's what I prefer yeah. what kind of things would you do for yourself personally uh, me go to a massage and have a spa yeah that's my number one super relaxing yeah but that's only for an hour now I'm debating if I should go for a week and go and sleep <laughs> for a week and come back fully have recharged just yeah. have like a retreat without somewhere. a phone like that's too digital detox that also is part of yes. self-care because we're always I mean I speak from from about myself we're always on our phones all the time yes. if it's answering an email sending a message you know we're always on our phone so that's also part of you know letting go it's okay not to answer straight away and take the time that you need for yourself and what are the big plans for Kensington Mums for 2020 um, we have a few on our um, New Year resolution. Mm -hmm. um, so watch the space. <laughs> ah, exciting. So yes. nothing that we can know about just yet. Yes, yes. What advice and tips would you give for a mum that also wants to create her own startup? I would say um, do it with passion. Whatever you want to start, you need to be passionate about it because it becomes like a third baby or fourth baby, depending on how many babies you have. It becomes a baby, your business. Um, and do your research. Uh, see if there's a need for it, if it's a product, if it's a service. Um, go around and ask other people, do you think this will sell? Would you buy this? Would you subscribe to this if it was a service? Mm -hmm. So just start with your friends and family and do like a little survey just to get some feedback. Um, and yeah, always do it with passion and do your research. These are the top two things that, because I find along the way, if you're not passionate about what you do, it will show in your work. You need to wake up and, you know, be happy that you're doing this. You're, you, you know, drive. Yes, exactly. A drive that you're opening your laptop and you're doing something to make a change, to, to help someone. I mean, it's also about being kind and uh, helping another mother who might be going through a tough time helping a family who's moving into London and they have no idea what areas or what schools or what playgroups are there. I mean, we've had tons of mums who are moving into London and they already knew about our events. They already knew where to, what activities to subscribe their kids mm -hmm. through the website, through the app, because that's what we speak about. We, we share information, activities, what to do with kids. And so this really helps them. They, they kind of have you know, the resources yeah, available for research, them. Exactly. exactly. What lessons did you learn from looking back 12 years from starting Kensington Mums, if there are any real big learning curves from it? Um, I think I would say always trust your instincts. If things for you are not right, even if the opportunity is there and everything seems great, but you don't feel comfortable with working with that person, don't. Um, because your instincts are always right. That's my personal Trust experience. Your gut. Trust your gut. Yeah. And our final question, we want to know what the main mantra is that you live your life by and why? Um, I would say the main one is um, do it with passion or not at all. That's strong. Strong and that's how I teach my kids. Well, thank you so much, Dina. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for having me. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave us a review.